Hi guys, welcome back to the Mel K Show. I have a very special treat today. As most people know, this past weekend, I was in Tampa at the Health and Freedom Conference, and I had more people than you can possibly imagine coming up to me and telling me how much they love my guest today, Simon Parks and his amazing wife, Becky, and they, uh, they are doing so much. Uh, and most people in my audience know of Simon as somebody who has a uh, confirmed and important intel and gives a lot of insight and hope and all of that. But a lot of people might not know that on the other side, uh, Simon and Becky have really put a lot of effort and energy into a, um, a movement called Connecting Consciousness, which is, I believe, uh, a very important component to what we're going through and certainly our futures. So I'm very excited to have them here today to kind of tell a little bit about the other side of Simon <laughs> Parks and his his work because it's absolutely phenomenal. And again, I had hundreds of people come up to me in Tampa who are already involved and are getting so much out of it. So thank you so much for coming, guys. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you, Mel. Um, well, uh, I've been going, as they say, for about 11 years now. Uh, <laughs> and it was 2015 when um, the, the more recent uh rv the 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 new let's call it the new money when it raised its head into the public domain um and i was aware of this although uh, not the full side of it mel and what i decided was that what we needed uh was a strong connection across the globe where people could meet share support each other seek the truth uh, um, because I knew something was coming. I, I couldn't tell you what was coming, but I knew something was coming. And something like five, six, seven years ago on my radio shows, uh, some of your audience might you know, have listened to it, I was saying, look, the battle is America. The battle is coming in America. And that's why I asked Becky some two years ago to uh, really push and build up it's right four. well two years we got two years <laughs> where it turned the corner right. um to really make it strong right across the globe but particularly america so now i think it's nearly every state has got a coordinator every state now, every state now has a coordinator uh, and other coordinators supporting him or her um, and some states like california uh, or Texas have thousands of members. Um, and because of the stupid lockdown in a number of states, um, you know, people can't physically meet up, but right. they're meeting right. up online. So the other important thing is that I didn't charge for this. There's no membership fee because I didn't want the evil money as it still is right. to right. corrupt what is God's work because um, it's not a Boy Scouts club. This is a spiritual organization mm -hmm. where people seek the truth. And why would I charge? Because that's what the elite do. Mm -hmm. The elite say, mm -hmm. if you can afford to pay, you can afford to have the information. And that's why when I do my bit of Intel stuff, I don't sort of say, I'll give you the first minute free and then you've got to pay for it. <laughs> um, so Becky's role, and she can talk about it much more. Her role is the overall coordinator. Right. Uh, so she sort of um, manages or maintains that. So that's really what connecting consciousness is. Yeah. And so these are these are in person meetings, though, usually. Right. The original aim was for in person meetings. And 
this was started off very much in the UK. Um, London especially started off about five years ago now, having weekly in-person meetings, and they absolutely loved it. But now, you know, connecting consciousness is, is global. Um, and the lockdown stopped the in-person meetings to a great extent, although a few people managed to Florida, just go for walks. Florida, you can still meet yeah. in Florida. <laughs> I'm in Florida, Florida now. I got to go find them. <laughs> the Florida group's amazing. They, they they meet very regularly and then they record a little message saying, hi, Simon and Becky. And we love that. We've had, um, but throughout lockdown and still, we have uh, all our coordinators run Zoom meetings for their membership. So talking about CC, we now have um 80,000 members in total there are cc members in every continent around the world including antarctica we now have one member no in antarctica way. which <laughs> seriously cool. i got yeah i got these latest stats from our database coordinator debs who just gave them to me before hit for the program now we have 56,000 members in north america that oh, includes wow. canada 15,000 in europe and the uk half of that being in the UK. Um, Oceania has 4,000 members. Asia has 1,000. Africa has 1,000. South America has 750. But our Spanish-speaking membership is increasing greatly. And um, we have amazing coordinators in Argentina and Mexico oh, and right. Spain who do translations. Um, so, yeah, Spanish-speaking and also the German-speaking membership. Because so originally good. it was just English-speaking, obviously, just people who could listen to Simon. Um, and we have members in 170 countries, which is phenomenal. I saw yeah. the list of it, and it, it's just phenomenal. Um, but it's so important because, as you guys know, the, the event this weekend that I was at, um, it was so nice to see so many people. I mean, it felt like a, a revival, like God is back and God is in control. And there's so much love. Uh, you, you, you don't realize, especially in America, our mainstream media acts like we're the minority. I, I beg to differ after this weekend. I don't think that's true. And the other thing that you guys are doing is people really want community. I, th I think during the lockdown, people realized that weren't necessarily isolated, that went to work every day and all of that, how much they miss the idea of community. And for me in America, I know a lot of people that go to recovery, like AA, NA, this stuff. Well, we need a recovery for spirituality and for connecting with like-minded folks, because Absolutely. I kept saying uh, that how could they take it? They closed all the churches and the, and the schools where most recovery meetings take place. They say 25 million people in this country are a member of either NA or AA or, or Al-Anon. And to take away the fellowship, I kept saying that Zoom meetings for recovery are not the, the point. The point is the actual in-person fellowship is and everyone's sharing their energy and their good, you know, and that's why um, I really, really uh, hope that people look into what you're doing because to build a fellowship with like-minded people is so important. And I think even more, then before uh, the lockdowns, people realized how much they need that. And the other thing is like-minded people. That's what I found these people this weekend were, were so grateful to be around like-minded people. That is the point. I mean, all our members in Connecting Consciousness absolutely love to meet with others who are like-minded, whose family and friends, you know, nearest and dearest, share um, have such opposing views to them on 
significant topics, you know, for example, the jabs um, and awareness of what's actually going on in the world. The, the difference between the awake and the unawake is so massive. It's, it's such a huge divide and it's it's causing splits in families, splits in marriages. Um, it's really, really sad. And our members come and chat with each other so they can support each other. And when they meet up in person, that the reports that we get and the photographs we get are just absolutely amazing. I mean, Mel, this weekend, it's been the solstice, you know, summer right. solstice for the Northern Hemisphere and winter solstice for the Southern Hemisphere. Our groups around the world have been doing their own little pilgrimages. And oh, um, the ones, for example, Scotland, Wales and Ireland have all been um, visiting stone circles. And, and we'll hear about that at our um, coordinators meeting soon. Um, but South Africa, did a, a huge group of 30 of them, uh, did a pilgrimage from South Africa to uh, Zimbabwe to Adam's Calendar and met Michael Tellinger there. And we've wow. had the most amazing recorded videos from that. Um, and they watched the winter solstice through the stones in Adam's and sent us the photographs of that. So it's things like that, you know, that um, people find so exciting. Yeah, um, but it's about a lot more than that, isn't it? It's, it is about sharing information. It's about supporting each other. Yeah. Well, when when it was about about three nearly three and a half years ago now, when somebody from Naval Intel called to the house here and um, spoke to us, um, mm. this is when the the move to America really started to kick off. Mm. And this person said to me, you know, look, Simon, you know, you you've created this from nothing imagine what you could do if we gave you something so that was three plus years ago um and now we're in a position where uh, we are expecting to be in florida january february march every year so we will live for three months in florida oh god don't tell anyone where you are you'll have thousands of people showing up at your well, we'll have to travel around the USA because we, we plan to have healing centers in every oh, state. And we I have know. I want to talk about that because people are now looking. I know Simon just started talking about it. So go ahead, because uh, people are really excited. And you know what? Nobody could do it better than Simon because you're so calming and you have no ego and you're so hu humble. You know, a lot of times when people do these movements, I was in L.A. for a long time and I saw people that would join Scientology or any of the other groups out there. And it was always at the very top. There was so much ego and all. Of, and so I, people already know you in one sense, but I feel like people be much more, um, you know, willing to put themselves out there and get involved because of your personality. So if you can talk a little bit about the healing and, and the next phase, that'd be great. All right. Well, that's that's lovely. Um, I think that the bad people for thousands of years uh, have really hurt the human race. And so a healing center in its traditional value, uh, I think is, is a really good weapon for us to use to fight back and to take back the sovereignty for humanity. And so what we're hoping, we're hoping, I'm just going to call them the new financial government. That's what I'm just going to call it, <laughs> uh, which is partly based in Florida and elsewhere. But we're hoping that they're going to support us in our vision. Um, and what, what we're going to do, we're going to work with, uh, an organization that sits between the military and, and the public, shall we say, uh, who will have access to, at the moment, what we would call hidden technologies. Yeah. And we'll be able to um, roll out uh, for the public at no cost 
unless somebody's a Hollywood film director, then I think they should pay. <laughs> but if they're, <laughs> but if they're ordinary, ordinary people, then I think they shouldn't pay. Certainly children are not going to pay. Um, and so I want one of these in every state, but not just a healing centre. I want an educational centre there. I want a place where the media can come in and have briefings. I want where trainers can train other trainers so that it's a thriving community place. You see, uh, I'm not American, but sometimes when you are outside and you look in, you see things that local people miss. And I know from what I've seen that the bad guys have got where they've got because American people were too trusting and they took their eye off the ball. And so part of what I want to create is a re-engagement um, with the values of God, but right. also the values of community. So never again can these evil people um, quietly over many years take control. Right. And if you have a strong community, then they can't take control. Mm. So it's not just about healing. It's actually about strength. And, and that's what we want to do in America and around the world. Right. Yesterday I was um, in an all-day uh, sort of talk on divine feminine topics. Mm. Um, I, I wasn't allowed I wa in that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> I participated in um, the one about conscious conception and pregnancy and about uh, um, supporting natural childbirth and optimal birth um and but there were other topics throughout the day and I, I watched a lot of it and found it it's really fascinating the last segment was really um really really interesting with some amazing speakers and they were just talking about the importance of community and the value of community and trust is one of the most it is the most important thing you know we we have so many things that split and divide us. Mm. Um, and many of those things are consciously placed no, to, to do that. Yeah, but other than just little things where people just have um, different points of view or, or you make a mistake, or you have just um, a breakdown in communication because you misunderstand someone's intention, even though right. they meant the best. There's so many ways that um, create mistrust within right people and communities and one of the most important bits of work that we have to do within humanity not just us but everyone who wants to help right. is to help build up the trust within humanity again and help people trust each other and help people see that there's not really any difference between them yes we're all um you know we're all unique but everyone has a right to be who and what they want and has a right to you know, live and breathe on earth and, and try and, you know, share their um, divine source and try and just share their skills and their qualities with other people and to be valued, you know, feel valued right. and to value others. And it's, it's this that we want to bring back rather than people just being disconnected, traumatised and, and so on. One of, the, one of the problems is that, and you mentioned it with, with the churches, what the deep state wants to do is to control these elements so um, you know mm. Becky was talking about birth well the hospitals right. dictate what happens uh, and then mm. the state dictates to the churches when they can open it dictates to the judges what they can and can't do um, and we need a complete retraining of nearly every professional arm there is and my my view uh, is that 
what I'd love to see is a massive program for Congress and the senators so that when you arrest 75 or 80% of them, you've got people ready to go straight in who have come from the people and are connected to the people. Right. That's what I talked about because I spoke when I spoke this weekend, I said, you know, don't don't look at D.C. because it just separates you from the problem. Look at the swamp in your backyard. All of us, all of our, our especially in America with the Soros money and all of that, all of our communities have been infiltrated. It's not normal teachers that are out there wanting to sexualize five-year-olds. It's not normal teachers that want to bring critical race theory to divide us. And what's interesting about what you guys are doing, especially at this time, is these are so, I feel like these are so evil and they're so insidious. They, we feel like, I mean, in America, at least I do, I feel like our government and our media is literally against all of us in the most evil way. And, and the thing is that you're, you guys are saying is people are starting to wake up, but we can't leave a void. We have to get on it now so that when, like you're saying, when people are held accountable and there is uh, um, a turnover, that good people are ready to step in. And that's why I think, uh, that's why I was like, I gotta, I, last week I was like, I gotta have them on to talk about connecting consciousness, ASAP, because we're getting closer and closer and we got to make sure that people are are being trained and, and, and educated and everything into how to heal humanity and then take us to the next level. You know, you mentioned um, schools. Schools get given the legislation, the protocols and how they need to handle things. And, and you know, we know quite a few school teachers. Um, my daughter's a primary school teacher. Some people are um, very awake and aware and they are aware of what's actually happening right and I think there are many teachers around the world who would be happy to oh yes move forward with a more sensible the, and the, positive the, the framework for humanity we don't, we don't talk greatly about religion mm. um but there is a there is an evil there is a devil and one of the reasons that I set this up in 2015 was that I knew that what will happen, I use my hand here, we're going to pivot from this position mm -hmm. to that position. And you're the first person for a long time who's mentioned this. Mm -hmm. There will be a window of a vacuum. And what the evil will attempt to do is to take the high ground within that vacuum. Mm -hmm. So what we need to do as a spiritual group or groups is to ensure that we've got it well protected with a rear guard action. So when the evil tries to come in, we got we buy enough time for the rest of humanity to get back on its feet. Right. And I don't know whether we're just talking days or weeks, but right. but that is the battle. That's what evil's mm -hmm. way. Evil's lost this one now. It knows it, right. but it's looking for that little opening. And that's you're absolutely right in my opinion, Mel. That's the next battle because if we can exclude it from that then right. we will have a thousand years of peace. We really right. will. Right. And that's why I think, um, cause as much as, uh, you know, I, I know I, everyone loves your Intel and you make people just so calm with the way you speak and you're not, you're not overbearing and like a lot of other people, but I knew in my heart that your mission was much, much bigger. And I, I know that I have a unique audience that's very American. 
So uh, for me, I know that my, my audience, a lot of my audience also says that they've lost family members, friends, community by following us, you and Charlie and me and all of, all of the people that are just trying to tell people, here's what's going on, go do your own research and share it with people around you. But that, that's cost people a lot. But what I always tell them is on the other side, a lot of people who aren't awake and are stuck in the matrix are going to need healing. And I always say, we can't be like, we told you so. We got to be like, now you're ready to listen. Here's what, come on in and we'll we'll all do this together. Because I, I feel like there's a lot of people out there, not the ones that we really connect with all the time, but there's a lot of people out there that will pull the I told you so card or feel like they won something when all is revealed. And, and I don't see us like that. I certainly don't see you two like that. But I think no. it's really important. Sorry to interrupt, Mel, but no, that's no, exactly, this is exactly the topics that our members are having on, on their Zooms regularly. You know, they want to know how to try and connect with their, with their family and friends who are um, not interested in, and disconnected, but also how to connect with people who um, um, are starting to wake up. And we absolutely sort of say, don't say I told you so you know I saw it why didn't you You say I understand I understand how you feel this is how I felt when I woke up to it all and it really involves um the grief cycle to be honest it involves you know involves shock grief sadness sense of loss because your whole paradigm is completely turned on its head and it is and some people look at it and it's too big and then they go back and people right. have done this. We know people who've, who've done this, who've they've tried to look at it and then they just can't and they switch back into it. But at some point, more and more people will wake up. They will be shocked into waking up. And, sorry, darling. There's, there's one point mm, here. Nobody wants to be duped. Nobody wants to admit mm, they were duped. And the big question is for them, they, they won't ask it. Perhaps some will. Mm, is how is it that you knew the truth and I didn't. What what have you seen? And that's mm. our great opportunity then to get in and engage in a in an equal fashion and say, um, look, these people who have pulled the wool over your eyes, as we say here in England, they've had thousands of years since Babylon. They've really passed masters at it. Mm. But look, this is what we would go forward with now. So rather than go on the, the the past and dig up the past we right. need i think to take people with us immediately this is where we are now this is where we're aiming for would you like to be uh, a warrior right. for truth for god's mm-hmm. sake i mean mm-hmm. and and that's what we stand for but yeah. there will be an awful lot of people who say and they're just waiting to point the finger and say i told you so and that doesn't take us where we want to go mm-hmm. no it takes us the opposite direction and mm-hmm. um and the other thing is there's a going to be a level of betrayal. I keep saying the thing about grief and the stages of grief, that it's going to be a mass thing, but also the betrayal you think of somebody who's, you know, had a bad divorce or been cheated on and how they, and the pain and all of that. I think it's going to be like, there's going to be also a situation of that, but I wonder what you guys think about this. So my biggest issue right now, at least in America, uh, when I talk to people is there's a huge group of people. And I'm, I think there's, I'd studied a lot about uh, Germany between 33 and 45 and how it became uh, what it became there. And there's a lot of people that aren't awake or asleep. They don't care. 
You know, I, I just feel like I always uh, read, I think Ellie Wiesel was one of the people who said it the most, which was, it wasn't the committed Nazis or that, it was the people who saw what was going on and didn't care and, and didn't, didn't look, didn't want to, because there's so much of that. I think that's the most upsetting thing I'm finding in, especially in New York City, because you deal with people constantly. People don't even care. It's amazing. Yeah. Right, Mel, I think I think what's really important, that's why the QFS is important. If a person thinks that they've reached a, a level of satisfaction in their life, right. um, then that's when they switch off. What they don't realise is that they're not actually living to the full potential. Mm -hmm. So even people who think that they're doing good, and unfortunately all they're measuring it by is money, right. um, what will happen, I hope, with the QFS is it will improve the quality of life for even people who think themselves privileged and in a good position. So what people will say is, I could have had this life 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, if only I'd fought for it. And that's the point that, uh, as you said, between the wars, it's don't rock the boat. That's what happened in Germany is don't rock the boat. I've got a house. Uh, right. I've got a cell phone. I've got a car. Why would I bother? I've got my pension. I've got a pension. Mm. And so right. the reality is that that's when community is disconnected. Because when we accept and believe that we should take responsibility to some extent for everyone around us, and that we shouldn't just, you know, as the Bible says, you know, just turn away and cross the road, cross the sidewalk. And that is exactly what the bad guys wanted, Mel. They wanted right. to destroy community so that everyone became individual and didn't feel part of a community mm. and that's what i think what you went to you yeah. suddenly realized this is a massive community and is just reflecting of one mm -hmm. um, and that's what we want we want everyone to come back together again yeah and it's possible and um now what uh what are you guys thinking is not not time frame wise we don't think that way but i i really feel like um, all the religions i don't know what you guys think about what's going on in the middle east or any of that but i do think that there's got to be a because i know that you're a, you're a non-denominational uh group it's more about connecting um what what do you see for that i i feel like there needs to be a reckoning uh, or a i don't know reckoning is the word but something where all religions realize that we're all on the same page well you know, Charlie was talking about when um, um, huge amounts of gold and so on were taken from underneath the Vatican and, and part of the things that were covered were ancient documents right. on the origins of, you know, religion and the fact that there's really not a lot of difference between some of the main religions that are the religions that are really pitted against each other. If that was to come out, and, and I wish it would, then it would give us so much, it would give humanity such a massive gift in understanding our own historical origins and realising that there's very little difference between people on earth. We, we... If you think about the story of the Tower of Babel, yeah. everybody spoke one language and we were too powerful. So it was all split up. And, and that's exactly what's happened. It, it doesn't mean that people can't be a Muslim or, or a Jew in the future. But what it means is that it's mm. one God. Right. And, and although we have different ways of celebrating that God, the reality is the values should be the same. Right. And, that, and that's what needs to be done. And, and Becky's right. What the, the evil people have done is they've literally said uh, will cause a war between right. you and you. Uh, and what they do is they just make famine, right. um, they make no employment, uh, 
poor wages, and they've just used that as the reason for war. And I'm hoping that the new future we're coming into, Mel, yeah. means that all that will go. Look at look at President Trump during his first term of office, Ooh. not a single war. Ooh. That one man, one man did it. Now right. that means that others could do it if they wanted to. Ooh. They just didn't want to, did they? Right. No. And the other thing that he did, which I thought was brilliant because uh, I'm an Italian Jew, so I got all kinds of family out there. Um, I, uh, I thought the Abrahamic Accords was brilliant. Why did nobody ever think of that before? So you're saying that Abraham, so let's say Abraham, Isaac, Ishmael, Jacob. Okay, so they're all cousins. So if we started that, <laughs> and I thought it was so brilliant and people were making fun of it, but I'm noticing that it seems to be holding that uh, people aren't talking about it, but it does seem to be holding. And I'm, I'm happy that Egypt and Jordan are taking kind of the lead, it appears, in, in do, taking the next steps with that entire plan. But when I first read about the Abrahamic Accords and I talked to a friend who was involved, um, I thought, oh, wh why did nobody ever think of that before, that we're all actually cousins and if you put it in modern times it, it's actually not as dis dysfunctional as most there's a lot of families now what happened with abraham and hagar and the whole story there story or not we were not, we were always told to hate each other but that's not what you do in families where you all share a common father you know well that's that's from the the, the, the hidden parts of the dead sea scrolls right. um, really showed such a strong community um, and if that could be done, there would never be a war between the Jews and the Arabs ever again. But not only that, it wasn't just the, the genetic lineages. It was a spiritual background as well. And understanding that we're so much more than our physical bodies, that right. we're a soul in a, in a physical body. Well and we have um, connection, direct connection God. to source, yeah. whether right. you call it God or source. Um, and we have so that. much power within us um, that can be used for good or evil. And the, to, to use it for good would push things forward so much. Right. And that's what the bad side is just so fearful. Well, of. they are terrified. They're terrified because uh, as long mm. as they keep the majority of people ignorant, right. then they can control. Uh, but as soon as a, a critical mass of people, this tipping point is reached, mm. the right. game's up. Right. Right. And also, I'm sure you guys hear from a lot of vets. I do too. And I have to tell you, I have heard from so many vets. It is happening with the vets, I think, faster than the average person that's out there. Because all I keep hearing is, did my friends die for nothing? Mm -hmm. Was all of this about the petrodollar? Was all of this about this group of people? You know, I can't believe, you know, I was talking to a vet this weekend, 27 years. And he goes, and I look back and I think everything that we did was, was a lie. And we never should have been there. And my friends shouldn't have died. And and um, I think that the, the vets are a special group that will need tremendous healing because I get emails and everything from people being like, I, mean, I just woke up and I realized that when I was in Iraq, I was actually, or they, they think of themselves as like, I was used as kind of a criminal, not, not a warrior for good in any way. And then you put Syria and Libya, and then you realize the whole petrodollar. So do you guys deal with vets at all? We do, and that's why hopefully with the, the, the new financial government, um, what I personally and obviously Becky will be doing that, what we want to do is to ensure that vets um, are able to have jobs. It's really yes. important that we can offer jobs to veterans of all of the nations of the world mm. because they were used uh, 
unwittingly right. uh, for reasons that, that they've now woken up to. So, yes, um, and I, you know, you only got to go and see how it was wonderful under Trump because uh, he changed so much right. to recognize that. But more can be done. Right. Mm. Not only veterans, but also within the medical profession as well. I mean, allopathic medicine and run by um, the pharmaceutical companies, you know, there's so much that has been done to humanity that is, is the opposite of what should be. Right. And we need to turn this inversion around. Right. And yeah, yeah, it's absolutely tragic, the loss of life that's happened well what do you part of all these wars and this is why we're here here and now and this is you know there are thousands of people involved maybe hundreds of thousands involved in turning this around it's not just a few of us you know right but also we know behind the scenes there are people who've been planning this you know turning the tide they've been planning this now for decades and it's almost coming to fruition in terms of the turning point where people will be shown where we've come from and we're about to step into it's, it's incredibly exciting yeah um, but yeah I want to ask one more thing to Simon that I've been thinking about lately while I have you here <laughs> <laughs> um I uh I was a really, I, I wrote a book about this, a book. I wrote a screenplay about this woman, Hannah Arendt, who wrote uh, or um, Eichmann in Jerusalem, The Banality of Evil, and um, also Origins of Totalitarianism. She was actually ousted from uh, Israel. She was a survivor of the Holocaust, Jewish, because she told some truths about what really happened and, and things that happened in Germany, including with uh rabbis giving out congregants names, thinking they were saving their own family, all kinds of stuff like that. So she was basically kicked out of, of being like a Jew somehow, even though she wasn't. But anyway, so time went on. And the big thing I, I took away from her was uh, something I see now, because the, what's gone on, especially during the COVID, uh, I see a lot of doctors that, that knew better, uh, uh, pharmacists that knew better. Uh, lots of people that were involved one way or another by some extent. And uh, the big thing that the banality of evil in her, her theory was about um, people that claim they were following orders. So their own responsibility and their own free will and their own conscious um, understanding that they said, well, you know, I was just following order. Eichmann said, I would do it again. I was an excellent soldier and I was following orders. And he was the architect of the, uh, or supposedly of the train system to the camps. So, I mean, what do you think about all the people that, that honestly threw their oath of do no harm out the window and uh, participated knowing from their own background and education that what they were doing was wrong? Well, uh, if we think back, you mentioned Germany. If we think of the uh, the SS, their stock answer was, I was just doing what I was told to do, right. as if that was some sort of defence. Right. The reality is that, that the Nuremberg trials didn't just mm -hmm. uh, condemn people like Goering and, and, and Hess, et cetera, et cetera. There were a whole tonne of people in the medical profession, in the education profession, mm. who also found guilty, although that doesn't ever seem to make it to light of day. And yeah, media, I think, right? Yeah, media. yeah there were. Mm. Um, now, the point here 
is that this is why we need a plan. We need to be training thousands of doctors, thousands, thousands of care workers, thousands of people to work in a creche. We need people to come forward who've got the right values, but never had the money to be trained. Right. And that's what we need. So we need to replace these people because they're ethically destroyed. They've destroyed themselves. Why would you ever willingly go to a physician who knowingly, there will be some people that didn't know, but knowingly uh, did things to somebody who they wouldn't do to themselves. So why why should that person have the right to have a badge which says, I practice medicine by the power of the state? Right. They've got to go. They've all got to go. Yeah. Then what was the point ever? Yeah. And also my parents, they're in their 80s. They got a prescription for hydroxychloroquine. They went to CVS and they refused to fill it. You know, it's so to me, it's even on that level, like pharmacists and and all of this. And of course, I believe our journalists are the biggest uh, criminals in, in America, at least in this in this. I mean, they're up there. They're not the biggest. They're certainly but really high up. But um, yeah, it's it's the knowingly too about it but again there's going and i have been telling people that the nuremberg 2.0 that uh, dr frolmick is doing uh i say keep an eye on that because at least they're getting a lot of testimony from people that are willing to go on the record from all over the world that are matching up all of their stories but yeah i mean it also goes to how about the same thing about Nazi Germany and the and the guards, you know, you'll watch. Uh, I used to see these horrific pictures when I was studying to write my, one of my screenplays of guards having lunch and, and beers. And in the background is, uh, you know, is a smokestack that we know is from them, uh, you know, killing mass killing genocide of human humans. And uh, so we're going to have a lot of that with the police and and the and the military that uh, were trying to enforce all this stuff that they had to have known was against their oath for for becoming a police officer to begin with. So, you know, that too will have to be replaced. People that actually want to protect um, the people and protect uh, in our country, our constitution and take an oath that means something. It just seems like the oath has become nothing. And that's scary. One of the things I think, for instance, the pharmacists not fulfilling the order is that they're so confident that nobody will depose them. This group, whether it's the media, whether it's corrupt cops, whatever it is, the the judges, they are absolutely convinced in their own mind that there is no force either on earth or off earth that can stop them. And it's that arrogance. Um, And that's why we need something to start happening in the public domain. No good on the truth movement, no good on on the Intel boards. It's good to be in the public domain, Mm. which suddenly makes the whole world wake up. And that is the moment that we we regain what we lost. Because whilst it's great to talk to you and and we love talking to you, we're not getting this out to the millions of people who need to see it. And unfortunately, and I've always said this and and for 10 years that if you have a a guy has to be a guy uh, with a suit and a shirt and a tie, and he goes on CNN and he says something, everyone believes it. So we've got to use that. We've got to use that to get in to deprogram 
the right. mass of the population. Because when people listen to you or me, they say they're crazy. <laughs> they're crazy. So <laughs> I don't want to just keep talking to the same group. I know. There's no good in just doing that. We've got to reach the people that wouldn't wouldn't normally listen to us. And the only way that's going to happen, Mel, is when the mainstream has a challenge. Right. Yeah. And we see some real justice. That's the biggest problem I hear is people say, well, it's never going to happen. There's never going to be justice. Nobody's going to be held accountable. And I keep yeah. saying, yes, they are. It's just not in our timing. I keep saying it's in God's timing. This is God's mm-hmm. war. This is really good versus evil and all of that. And then again, the other other and uh, we'll wrap up in a second. But the other establishment, something I've learned over this period of time was growing up the way I grew up. It was always like, well, if you went to an Ivy League school, and you did this and you graduated with that and then you worked for this company or this university or whatever that somehow that made you better than or or mm-hmm. it, it gave you this i'm starting to really i'm digging a little bit into the ivy league schools because something is very wrong what i saw during this entire thing especially in new york city was they were the easiest to manipulate and to convince of things that made no sense. It was my friends with PhDs from Harvard or, you know, uh, masters from Columbia that I felt like were so brainwashed through all of this. So again, on higher education as well, you know, we need to fill that void because something is very wrong at our Ivy League schools. And then that trickles down. One of the things there is that um, all of those or many of those uh, students would have had a job offer before they even left because it was all a done deal. Whereas people studying in what I would call the humanitarian uh, aspects um, would come out with no job. They'd have to go and work in a burger bar and they'd have to work and fight their way through. But these other ones who were going to be the movers and shakers and the influencers, they were already identified. And they were already in the brainwashing program. And that's what I mean, that we need, just like in, 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 in Nazi Germany, I did talk about this um, very briefly, that what happened at the end of the Second World War, the American GIs were absolutely shocked that all these German towns and cities, the people didn't seem to want to know. And so what they did at gunpoint mm-hmm. was they forced great communities from German towns and cities to march through or walk through these terrible places, these death camps, because they thought if we don't do this, we go home, this is all going to happen again. And so I'm saying is we don't need to do that. But what we do need to do is have a re-education program for 10 years, because anybody who's 20 years old now, as, and was 10 years when all this started, they're actually programmed and we have to deprogram that. So we need a lot of money, a lot of facilities, a lot of good people. And we need uh, in, a, in, a, in a, um, an engaging way to counter and to put right all the wrong lies that have been put out. Right. Right. And we're going to do it. And you guys are leading the way. Um, Your group is amazing and it's going to keep growing, but people really need to understand that the 
that's the model. When I look at what you guys are doing, that's got to be the model because everything that we've we've done so far has been to keep us stuck. And what you're saying, you know, uh, you and I have both talked about it, but even even still, um, Operation Paperclip when they brought all those people over here, the worst of the some of the worst people from Nazi Germany, and just rebranded, I think, into the UN, but rebranded into whatever. Like you said, we can't let that happen. This this can't happen this time. We we should we need to have learned from that that evil will just rebrand itself and uh that's why i really wanted to have you guys on i want to make sure everyone goes to your site i'm going to put it down below uh, i know a lot of people love you already but i don't know how many people know that this is really why you do all you do is mm -hmm. for you know humanity for real and yeah we get we get attacked but i always say yeah well you know what it's between me and god and i feel good about that <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's great well it's simonparks.org um, and, you know, many people in the uh, truth movement talk about, and I won't go into big detail, but they talk about the attacks they get. Um, and, and it's sort of like a badge of honor, but there aren't many of us who've been physically attacked. Right. We, we have mm. physically attacked. Becky was shot at. Mm. Luckily, it missed. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, and uh, the police were involved in investigation and stuff, and they couldn't find no, they couldn't it. There find was it nothing. They, they found the bullet, they the bullet couldn't find it. missed her. And, yeah, you know, and zoom right past my and, ears. And for those who don't know, it would just be interesting that some years ago now, but there was an attempt to kill me right. uh, in a car. And the, the car that hit me or rammed into me, uh, this is this is lovely. And you you have vets and you have intel and you can just run this one past them. Uh, the van that crashed into me um, on its logo was I see you. And and they specialize in XCIA. I was going to say. FBI agents. And this guy. Uh, had no clue what happened. He said to me, in one minute I was driving, and then I was told to crash into you. And 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 he then, so he was just mind-controlled at that moment. Right. So we 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 have, you know, we, we've chosen the route we've chosen. Right. We right. believe that we will, we're here for a reason, right. and we'll do it. Um, and we do believe that, that humanity is going to be free. We believe that. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that because I because I also, you know, I'm very close with Charlie. He's been he's had attempts on his life multiple times as well. And people don't realize, you know, but that's that's where that's where the armor of God comes in and the, and the faith in, in, in humanity and in the future and in what is to come. And that's why you keep going. You get, I get up every day. Well, I walk around in New York City where the Council of Foreign Relations and I talk about the U.N. all the time and all of this. And my mom's always like, you know, and I say, yeah. If it happens, it happens. I, I can't not keep going. I'm already, see, I really, and I honestly, I feel like, um, you know, that that's what we need from everyone is to have no fear in the face of this, or we keep going around in circles. So God bless you both. Thank you so much. I am such a huge fan, you know, and I love you both. And thank you for all you do. And uh, your, your leadership on the other side of this is going to be massive. I know you you have a huge following now, but I think what you offer both of you uh, in the future is is massive. And I, I really hope that uh, it grows 
faster than we hope because we need to start uh, start filling before the void comes. We need to fill fill the space with good humans that want humanity to thrive and us all to see our potential that God gave us and stop being stopped on that way. Mel, we have the structure in place now for um, connecting consciousness to grow. We've got the lovely coordinators, a fantastic group of people um, who you know we support and connect with all the time and um yeah we're very excited to have new members join us i think that when this breaks into the public domain then people will look for uh people like you charlie Mm. us who have had a consistent message and didn't just jump on the bandwagon um when it was just happening Mm. and i i think you know i'd love to have a million membership i'd love to you will you will but and and honestly i'm gonna because we need you have a model already and that model yeah. needs to be duplicated all over the place because all over the world these will be people who want to improve humanity so these will be people who have that heart. spark yeah, yeah. have the heart and have that spark yeah. within them to make the change within their own community right and, and what you said before yeah. about the ivy league because i grew up in that world where that was the goal you know and all of that it's like there's so many brilliant people out there that live in trailer parks they never had a chance. And, and for me in Hollywood, I lost so many friends to suicide and drug overdose and all of that because they were simply told they weren't good enough and over and over and over. And so, you know, this is where it doesn't matter where you come from. It matters where you're going. And that's kind of where how we're going to uh, turn this around. And I, I almost got tears in my eyes listening to you. And I have to tell you that um, thank you so much because I, I, I'm so grateful you came on because I knew I know a lot of people love your intel, but I knew that there was so much more that they don't know. Or if they do, they only know it if they watch you. So hopefully people out there that watch me will get involved and uh, be in touch. And I'll see you guys in Florida. Yes, you will. Yeah, yes, you will. Listen, God, God bless to your audience. Thank you. And, uh, you know, we are winning. I know. I know. Thanks. Love you guys. See you soon. Bye bye. Thank, Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you, Mel. Bye-bye. Thank you for all you're doing. I know humanity is going to be much better off because you two exist. And I mean that for real. Thank you uh, so much. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye.